Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pied del Canyon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. Welcome, welcome. Congratulations, guys. You made it. It is the weekend. Almost. In eight hours, Natch. We'll be there. Well, less than eight hours, right? Um, good morning, friends. How are you doing? It's been um, a full week of fun here at the Probo Show. How are you doing, guys? Welcome. It's 8.30 a.m. Central European time. I don't know where or when it is for you godlike, angelic podcast downloaders, but God, do I love you. And you're looking sexy today. <laughs> a big good morning to uh, Min and Bont Ironman joining us in the live audience today. Welcome to the crew guys for this friday edition of the probo show and boy do we have a show for you today um i asked the 100 humans today to name something a baby baby a baby can't do at its own birthday party nombra algo que un bebé no puede hacer solo en su fiesta de cumpleaños name something a baby can't do at its own birthday party incomplete the news hopefully we'll get to two of these um we'll find out about leonardo dicaprio's girlfriend and um why joe biden's worried about ai god i think these two news stories these have been pushed now three days so people have probably heard i, I guess you're gonna do well today but never let's see let's see and then today's a hundred um unpopular opinion sorry is um a light-hearted one for a change house parties are weird and boring. <laughs> Las fiestas en casa son raras y aburridas. But not like, okay, let me draw a distinction here between a dinner party and a house party. Dinner party, now at the um, uh, at the ripe old age of 45, is my favorite kind of party. You go, you eat, you enjoy the Spanish, the fine Spanish or Mediterranean tradition of sobremesa. You sit around the table, drinking, talking, maybe playing some board games. That's a, that's a dinner party. And yes, I'm all for that. Um, but I'm talking here about the phenomenon of a house party. Do you know what I mean? Can you distinguish the two, Natch? Because I th- feel like a lot of people who were voting today didn't distinguish. I didn't. But uh, now you do? No, I don't. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, you know, it's the type of thing where it's just like loud music playing and you're in someone's house. And yeah, there's like a weird dance floor. Some guy in a corner smoking marijuana. <laughs> you know, it's just a weird event. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, house parties are weird and boring. But right now, guys, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. How are you doing, Natch? It's the weekend. Any yes. plans? Mm-hmm. Uh, a birthday party, of course. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. No. Oh, nice. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. I um, Me neither. Well, yeah, actually, I do. I've got some more script writing to do. Um, I'm um, uploading some special content to um, to my Patreon. For all my Patreon followers and subscribers, particularly the subscribers, there's something special coming for Patreon starting on Saturday and coming over the next 65 weeks. No spoilers, but I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> it's a lot younger version of me doing some things i'm not going to give you any um uh, i'm not going to give you too many clues there but if you do want to subscribe to me there and support the work that i do you can do that at patreon.com barra forward slash professional bohemian all right should we get into some news i feel like we should okay um this news coming from cnbc.com the biggest threat to global order since the 1930s is underway and every CEO is talking about it. <laughs> I am, uh, you're probably expecting this to be a news about artificial intelligence. It's not. La mayor amenaza al orden mundial desde los años 30 está en marcha y todos los directores generales hablan de ella. Okay, here we go. I know, I know. The the translation elf's back, Natch. <laughs> he's walking with a limp, but he's back. <laughs> um, so this CNBC article discusses a growing concern among CEOs of major corporations about 
Um, what is being termed the biggest threat to global order since the 1930s, a sentiment echoed by J.P. Morgan CEO um, Jamie Dimon, uh, Frederick Kempe, CEO of Atlantic Council, highlighted um, this anxiety at the CNBC Global Evolve Virtual Summit, noting that geopolitical considerations are increasingly influencing corporate strategies. Yeah, this is not um, AI-related news, though. This is news related to um, uh, to the wars and the yeah the general disorder in um, geopolitics. How do you, yeah, I mean, this is a tough one to talk about, right, Natch? It's hard to get into this. It's hard to wade into this issue without um, stoking certain amount of um, of ire on either side of the political aisle. Let's continue on with the article. This shift in focus is not just a reaction to recent conflicts in the Middle East, but has been building over the past five years due to a series of disruptive events. This includes COVID-19 pandemic, the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, and the recent escalation between Israel and Hamas. Um, Kempe, again, the, the CEO of Atlantic Council, he warns that um, in the interconnectedness and technological capabilities of today's world increase the potential for harm and urges the U.S. to maintain strong global re leadership role to prevent further destabilization. He also advises company to, companies to diversify their supply chains from China and prepare for ongoing risks, especially given the potential to take action against um, for China to take action against Taiwan. My God, this um, the I think the the head the hidden headline of this news is um, that CEOs in companies are actually being a lot more um, responsible on the global scale than most of our. Um, most of that, our own politicians, friends. <laughs> um, yeah. It seems to be most of our politicians and most of our world leaders are more interested in fighting proxy wars um, by funding nations rather than creating um, an atmosphere of peace. That's worrying for me. Because I'm not a fan of, of sides. I'm a fan of peace. I'm a fine, fan of preventing the loss of human life. Uh, preventing casualties um, and it seems like um, those of us who those of you out there maybe um, including myself who agree with that stance we seem to be unrepresented in um, in world politics everyone seems to be uh, clamoring to find a, a side of this argument to defend this is what i will say though it seems like our politicians are much more um, concerned with keeping power Right, you've got Pedro Sanchez here in Spain and his coalition government. You've got Rishi Sunak in the UK, um, uh, worried about votes of no confidence. As twenty-five letters are written to um, the 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 was it the Commission there um, in the UK, um, votes of no confidence arriving from his own party. You know what mess the um, United States government is in. Seems like everyone's just trying to um, protect their own seat of power rather than um, coming together and creating an atmosphere of peace. And it's, um, it seems to me quite sad that CEOs are being vocal about this and uh, our leaders aren't. Anyway, let's continue. I promise it's not going to be this serious all the way through the show. Um, <laughs> more news. All right, here we go. The first ever lunar farm shows that plants can grow on the moon. Dude, how can they grow plants on the moon? I can't keep a plant alive for more than five seconds in my own house. <laughs> Maybe the problem is, Natch, that I'm not living on the moon. Um, la primer granja lunar de la historia demuestra que las plantas pueden crecer en la luna. Crazy stuff. This is coming from iflscience.com. The article from IFL Science discusses groundbreaking research that um, indicating that plants can not only survive but may actually thrive in the low-gravity conditions of the moon. Um, this revelation comes from um, the Change 4 missions, with, um, which in January 2019 carried seeds to the moon, including a cotton seed that successfully sprouted. Contrary to the initial reports, only one cotton seed germinated, 
but um, with none of the other plant species sprouting. The research published over four years after the mission highlights that the cotton plant showed remarkable cold resistance, surviving extreme temperatures that killed its Earth-based counterparts. This suggests that low lunar gravity may induce a freezing resistance in plants, a trait that could be crucial for lunar and Martian colonization. Wow, dude. This is crazy. We're living in the future, man. Well, hey, at least if we blow up the planet, <laughs> we can maybe have a fresh start on the moon. <laughs> All right, next, final piece, of, uh, final piece of news for today. Let's get into it. A groundbreaking study reverses aging in rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming from uh, innovationorigins.com. Uh, groundbreaking study reverses aging in rats. Yeah, not slows aging, not stops the aging process, but actually reverses aging in rats. Un estudio pionero revierte el envejamiento en ratas. Right, Natch? Is that right? <laughs> envejecimiento. Oh, envejecimiento. Damn it. All right, translation elf, get ready. <laughs> it's going to be a painful afternoon. The Martian movie is coming true, says Vero, yeah? It seems to be. <laughs> Get ready to be eating um, poo potatoes <laughs> on the Martian surface. All right, let's continue. A groundbreaking study by Yuvan Research has achieved a significant reversal of aging in rats. Get this, with a reported 50% reduction in biological age. This was accomplished through a therapy called E5 which involves injecting extracellular nanoparticles. I would love to translate that into Spanish, but I'm not sure I even know what it means in English. <laughs> but injecting extracellular nanoparticles derived from the plasma, which is, you know, blood, basically, um, from the plasma of young pigs into older rats. The rejuvenation effects were measured using epigenic uh, epigenetic clocks, which assess global bio biological age through DNA. Um, and it showed a reversal, reversal of 67.4% in rat tissues. That 67.4%, Natch, that's the equivalent of an 80-year-old person being, um, uh, being rejuvenated to a 26-year-old. Oh! Would you, if someone offered you a pill... That would make you a teenager again, Natch. Would you take it? Not sure. I don't think so. No? What, oh, dude? I think I would take one. <laughs> I'd take one just to go back in time to my 20s. You know, and then live that out. And I think by that time, I would be so sick and tired of the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, yeah. Uh, is it, yeah, is it philosophically uh, and, um, morally right to to induce uh, induce like immortality in humans you know don't we already have a problem that we're never going to retire but imagine you hit retirement age at natch which for us will be around a hundred <laughs> imagine you hit retirement age and there was a pill you could take to sm to send you spiraling back in time physically to your 20s I mean, how would gov how would the world's governments cope with that? <laughs> I mean, morally speaking, um, uh, we're at a point in time now where I think our world, our governments, and our, our go systems of government aren't equipped to keep up with the technology that we're um, that we're deriving. You know, that we're inventing. You know, we here is a, a legitimate study, a legitimate experiment that reversed. Uh, um, a, a mammal's age by 67.4%. <laughs> Where we are, we are developing intelligences in many ways greater than our own that can um, that can lift the the, the weight of our uh, intellectual efforts off of our shoulders. I mean, it's a crazy time to be alive, and in the face of all this amazing, wonderful technology, in the face of all this. Um, burgeoning success in the field of science and technology. It seems like politically, or at least geopolitically, um, we are struggling as a people 
to have enough respect for each other. It's it's um it is certainly a weird and wacky time to be alive. But if that makes you if that makes you feel down, guys, um, let me remind you of something. Look out your own window. Everything is okay. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> Let's get into today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. It's true, Natch. Sometimes, like you know me, I'm a, a bit of a, a bit of a news addict. And in the face of the of the amount of news that I uh, listen to and watch and read, sometimes it can be kind of hard to keep yourself pointed towards um, uh, in the direction of optimism or at least balance. But let me tell you something, guys. Um, you know what doesn't sell newspapers? You don't know what doesn't make people click on news articles? You know what doesn't do that? The news that you're going to be fine and everything is fine. And that is true. <laughs> there are areas of the world in extreme turmoil, but it's easy to be blinded to the compassion and, um, uh, and love that there is in society because obviously people don't want to talk about that. But I will, just for a second. Guys, there is a lot of love and compassion out there. And it's there for us to see. All right, let's get into today's unpopular opinion, which is a funny one today. House parties are weird and boring. Las fiestas en casa son raras y aburridas. Again, I'm not talking here. I'm not talking about dinner parties. You know, where you go, a group of friends, you someone prepares a meal, there's alcohol. There's a sobremesa that where you sit around after the meal and drink and talk maybe play board games. I'm not talking about that. That's a dinner party. I'm talking about a house party. A dinner party is what I had at Christmas with um, my cousins and their family. The, a house party is what their children had on Christmas, on New Year's Eve, where they broke the bathroom toilet. <laughs> a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. That's what a house party is. Have you ever been to a, a, a raging house party, Natch? No, no, never. Ah, really? I'm not surprised, too. dude. I've been to some parties, but not crazy parties. Oh, wow. I've had a few. <laughs> I've had a few here in Spain. The police, were <laughs> the police were called on me because I tried to have a barbecue on, a, on my little balcony. <laughs> I made a punch so strong that three people passed out in my house. And we all went out. <laughs> I remember the first time, one of the first times I met Fitz was a, um, a house party in among a bunch of giris, a bunch of, bunch of English speakers right here in Madrid. Madrid's felt like a very different city right there. And you know the deal, guys. You know what a house party is. Someone's playing music real loud in the living room. There are a few people dancing around. There's one guy smoking marijuana in the corner. People, um, a group of people in the kitchen chatting and smoking. People on the balcony. You know what a house party is. Someone's locked in the bathroom and there's a queue to get in. You know what a house party is. And the unpopular opinion is house parties are weird and boring. Let's get into the pros and cons, friends. So, as always, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning. They provided me with a list of pros and cons. Okay, in the pro column, agreeing that house parties are weird and boring. Some may find house parties follow a predictable pattern. Small talk, music, drinks, and sometimes games, which can become monotonous and lack the excitement of more structured or unique events. Um, without a clear purpose or activity, attendees might experience uncomfortable or forced interactions, which can feel weird or boring, especially for those who are introverted or socially anxious. Unlike uh, venues specifically designed for entertainment, house parties can be limited in terms of what they offer for amusement, which might not cater to all tastes, leading to boredom. For some, being in another person's home can feel invasive or uncomfortable. <laughs> I have some stories. <laughs> I have stories that I can't actually share on the radio about house parties that I've attended. And the informal, often crowded and chaotic atmosphere of a house party could contribute to ne a negative experience. I've never been to a house party like American style. You know, like in American movies, they have a house party and there's like a band there. <laughs> or they have kegs of beer and that kind of thing. I've never been to a house party like that. In fact, I'm convinced those house parties don't exist. And the only house parties that do exist are the ones that I've attended, where you kind of get there too early. 
and there's just some weird, awkward small talk between you and a friend of the of the host that you've never met before. Hi, how is it going? Yeah, good. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you want to listen to, guys? Would you like some something to eat? Would you like some nibbles? We've got nachos there in the corner. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's continue on with the um, with the cons. Disagreeing with this point, saying no. House parties are not inherently weird and boring. They're fantastic. All right, let's get into it. House parties offer a unique opportunity for hosts to personalize the event, which can result in more intimate and engaging experience compared to public venues. Um, uh, they provide a space to socialize without the high cost associated with going out. True story. <laughs> Such as cover charges, expensive drinks, and or transportation. Um, house parties can bring together a variety of people facilitating new connections and conversations that wouldn't happen in more segmented or formal settings. For many, house parties offer a comfortable setting where one can relax, be themselves, and enjoy the company of others without the pressures and constraints that come with public socializing. There we go. House parties. Are they weird and boring? <laughs> It's just that I okay. Maybe it's just a personal mania of mine. Natch, how do you feel about house parties? I don't like them. No, it's no. the worst. Thank you. Oh God, I'm so glad we're on the same page today. So you go to someone's house, right? You may be among the first guests, and they're like, "Oh, would you like the tour?" Like they live in 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 Trump Tower. Would you like the tour? Okay, let me get my comfortable shoes on for the tour. <laughs> this is the bedroom, great. So this is where your kids were conceived. Awesome. This doesn't make this awkward at all. Yeah, you know, let's just continue. This is the this is the living room. This is you know, and it's just like punch and it's just weird. It's weird because then more people arrive and you just everyone everyone gravitates immediately towards the people that they know. And there's very very rarely any kind of real socializing that goes on. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Vero here says, um, house parties are the best because only the people you really care about go. There you can have a good time without a lot of stress and really enjoy yourself. I would say that is true of dinner parties. You know? Where you're not forced in an awkward situation. Let's face it. Like, if I want to go and speak to Andy at the other side of the room, I have to navigate my way through um, through a homemade dance floor <laughs> where people may feel comfortable enough to try and peer pressure me into dancing. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Um, doesn't, um, doesn't boring completely depend on the people you are with? Um, okay, fair point. Fair point. But I would... I would um, uh, I would struggle to think of any situation where any group of friends are in that forced kind of atmosphere of music, turn the lights down low. <laughs> you know, have you ever have you ever listened to your friend's playlist on Spotify, right? Oh, you've got to listen to my playlist. It's the best. That is essentially what a house party is. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love my friends. Don't want to listen to their playlists. <laughs> Maybe with the exception of Natch. Because, you know, we all know that Natch's jukebox. It's the place to be. Anyway, let's see. Min says, by what? By the same logic, the venue specialized in entertaining are still boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, if a house party is drinking, small talk and dancing, then a venue is waiting in a queue to get in. Waiting in a queue to get overpriced drinks, then an hour of the thing you came for, waiting on a queue to use the dirtiest toilet you've ever seen. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo-poo any of that because it's true. I hate going out and socializing too. But but the thing is, when you go to a house party, you're in someone's home. You know, and God forbid that person is house proud. And there's a party going on and they're slowly sliding coasters underneath everyone's cup. Don't touch the don't touch that. It's delicate. That's grandma's. That's grandma's heirloom. <laughs> Don't stand on that. Can you take your shoes and socks off? I mean, have you ever been to a house party? Because 
I, I mean, I've seen a lot of them in American movies. Let me tell you something, folks. The reality is very, very different. <laughs> Snoop Dogg isn't playing at Grandma's house for the party that's been thrown. <laughs> you know? It's just not happening. Pedro, yes, I've always had the same feelings. It's super awkward. I have a friend who used to um, launch house parties by a public invite on Facebook. There was always a guy playing samba poorly. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's just my opinion on house parties. No one cares about my opinion. As Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions, friends, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, and that includes mine. What I'm interested in is your opinion. So our live audience today will vote. Are house parties weird and boring? We'll get into some messages that I received on Instagram when we get back from the break. Friends, so many things you could have been doing today. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And it means the world. I'll see you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in, what have we spoken about? My God! We spoke about CEOs taking a little stand here against um, against the world's chaotic geopolitical uh, landscape. Yeah, not taking a stand really, just talking about it. Being worried about it as the rest of us. And um, kind of making a call there to the world's governments to, um, to stand up. I mean, actually, the, the one guy, um, Frederick Kempe, K-E-M-P-E. CEO of Atlantic Council made a call to America to, um, to you know, be um, uh, to act as the world police. Don't we have NATO for that? Don't we? Have? <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, we're, it's a sta- sad state of affairs where it's um, it's private sector <laughs> uh, making calls or being concerned about this. I mean, we all are. Um, I just wish our politicians seem to be as concerned about geopolitics as um, as their constituents are. Anyway, let's continue. Um, then we looked at the first ever lunar farm, showing that plants can grow on the moon, particularly a, the cotton plant, apparently. And finally, a groundbreaking study that reverses aging in rats. And not by a little, by kind of a lot. Um, Yeah, by 67.4%. That's the equivalent of an 80-year-old turning into into a 26-year-old. Isn't it worrying (laughs) that soon we'll never get rid of some people? (laughs) They'll be around forever, Natch. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. All right, then we moved into today's unpopular opinion. A good one for me. I think it's... I think it's the truest thing ever. Let's see if you guys agreed. It is that house parties are weird and boring. Not dinner parties, house parties. A dinner party is cool. A house party is weird and boring. Las fiestas en casa son raras y aburridas. So yeah, we um, finished off the last break reading um, reading Pe- uh, Pedro's comment here. Um, I have a friend who used to launch house parties... Uh, by public invite on Facebook, and he had a, a weird guy playing samba in the corner. Um, let's see, you felt... Okay, here we go. Let's continue. Sorry, I'm scrolling here. You felt compelled to socialize with people you had absolutely no connection with you. It felt miserable. Exactly. At least when you go to a pub or a nightclub for these kind of weird social occasions, you can ignore people without feeling like an asshole. Yeah, no. This is my second cousin's um, wife's dentist. This is Rob. Oh, hi. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> there is no weirdo introducing me to people in a nightclub or a pub or anything like that. God forbid I should ever be found in a nightclub or a pub. But in the, in the rare occasion that I am, I'm not being forced to socialize with people. True story. Min says house parties should be closed events anyways. 
Uh, the freedom you have and the low cost of everything makes it so much better. You can even decide the music. Let me tell you something. Uh, you don't get to decide the music. The host decides the music, you know? Or maybe they've elected someone to be the DJ for the evening, which inevitably means that a Spanish party is subjected to uh, Little Francis, the chocolate maker. Paquito el Chocolatero. Hey, hey. Music, uh, music from the Movida Madrileña. Salta, salta conmigo. Not even a cultural nivelazo, Natch. I mean, come on. <laughs> Toma. Or if you're a British house party, come on, Eileen, and things like that. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> These are weird little, uh, you know, cultural touchstones. The fact that I'm talking about this, and across cultures, Natch understands exactly what I'm talking about. Pedro, all of you around the world have experienced this weird plastic cup drinking experience because you can't use the real chinaware because it'll break. You got to use the plastic cups. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Why we would invite a group of people into our home just to experience the immense anxiety of them breaking our things and dirtying our house. Come on. If you're the host, it's just the weirdest, most um, anxiety-causing thing you can do. <laughs> God forbid you, you attend one as um, uh, as being invited. Oh, at least at a nightclub, there are tables and chairs. You know? You know the first people there get the sofa, right? And then everyone else is stood up. <laughs> and you have to move your body in that awkward manner that British people referred to as dancing <laughs> much more like swaying as some weird music that you've never heard before plays in the background and people are getting too drunk someone's in the bathroom lock the door no one can get in is she is she okay is she okay knocking on the door <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever why do we do this they're weird and they're boring and they shouldn't exist people had feelings about this online friends uh, Min says, American-style house parties honestly look awful. Uh, the Bridge, hello, good morning. I'd love to join the party. How are you doing, Bridge? Welcome, welcome. Um, are there going to be um, ageless giant rats living on the moon wearing grey cotton overalls? What did I miss? <laughs> maybe, Bridge. Maybe. Um, no, Rob, our group always decides the music. We'll find a way. No, it's not been my experience. Not been my experience. I mean, don't forget, I'm into heavy metal. Unless the music I, I choose to watch, not house party friendly. It's not really house party friendly. But that's what I would choose to listen to. Anyway, let's continue on. People had feelings. There was one person in particular, Fabian, wrote to me on, um, and wrote to me on um, uh, Instagram. He's American. <laughs> and he had strong feelings. All right, now strap yourself in. Ponte los cinturones. Strap yourselves in. Anyone who says yes has never been to a real house party. Anyone that says yes is a keyboard warrior. Un guerrero del teclado. Anyone who says yes has never been invited to go to a house party. Anyone that says yes is a basement dweller. Alguien que vive en un sótano. Anyone that says yes wishes they could go to a house party. I don't know. That's just my take. It's my opinion. Um, a bunch of losers, my God. <laughs> I don't condone house party lifestyle or live it, but I had my fair share and they're never boring. Okay, it's true. I feel like what I feel like where I went wrong was adding the word boring. If I'd have just said weird, I feel like you know this would have gone differently. Okay, let's continue. Leo, first time I think Leo's writing said weird, maybe. Boring, that's on you. I like the people watching. You learn a lot about human nature in those setups. Okay, fair play. Nina says, um, no, house parties are brilliant. You never know who you're going to meet with or what's going to happen. Uh, Derek, house parties nowadays seem odd to me. I miss the days where they had a theme and some classic music and genuine conversations. Oh, no, I disagree. I think even back in the day when they had a theme, that was even worse, especially if it was like a costume party. <laughs> so you have to travel the metro or public transport dressed like an idiot <laughs> what are you going dressed as Rob an adult <laughs> that's what I'm going dressed as 
Okay, let's see. Um, Eliza says, house parties, I don't understand the hype. They're too chaotic for my taste. All right. So maybe, I think maybe where I went wrong here was to say um, boring. <laughs> maybe I should have stuck with weird. But anyway, on Instagram, people said, well, what do you think people said on Instagram, Natch? Mm, true. They did, by a lot, by a little. Uh, little. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't conclusive. 52%. A lot of people voted, only 52% agreed. True. Okay, so here in the chat, the real decision makers. House parties are weird and boring. You guys said... 67% false. <laughs> All right. All right. Look. <laughs> okay, let me level with you, folks. One thing I will agree with is that going to a house party is at least cheaper than going to a, a nightclub. God, you go out to Madrid nowadays, you know, you're going to need to remortgage your house to get a copper, to get a drink, a mixed drink, a mixer. Um, you know, I think there's no real ideal here. I mean, you're talking to someone who just hates socializing with other humans. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, our house party is weird and boring, kind of. But I think they're maybe better than the alternative. I would every day of the week rather go to a friend's house party than go to a nightclub or pub. And again, as Min said, you know, they might be weird, but boring. I mean, that's on you as an attendee. How boring are you going to be? You know, isn't that a famous phrase? Only the bo only boring people get bored. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, uh, maybe I guess I'm boring because I do get bored at these things. But, yeah, there you go. 67% uh, false. You guys win. They are not weird and boring. I think the weird and boring one is me. <laughs> how are you doing? Um, uh, how are you doing? Miss Sasha here is joining us all the way from uh, Australia. How are you doing? How are you doing? Courageous Gem says, what's up, Vanilla Face? <laughs> all right. I'm fine. Thank you. Um, Pedro, sorry, need to leave. No worries. Have a great weekend, too. All right, guys. There you go. 67% false. You guys win. I lose. Let's go to today's 100 humans. Oh, my God, friends. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question is... Name something a baby can't do at its own birthday party. Nombra algo que un bebé no puede hacer solo en su fiesta de cumpleaños. All right, I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I have the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. As always, we go first to the oracle. What do you think, sir? Blow the candles. Dude, that's some um, 3D chess you're playing there, Natch. Blow out their own candles. Blow out their own candles. Phrasal verb, don't we? So blow out their own candles. How would you say that in Spanish? In, in, hang wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. Extinguir? No, is that too posh? Soplar las velas. Oh, damn it. Translation elf, you're going <laughs> to get broken legs. Um, all right, blow out candles. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Natch, no one else in the crew identified that answer. So you walk away, sir, with the number one answer. Oh, actually, I just saw that the bridge actually wrote that too. Well done, you guys. All right, let's see. Min here with drink. A baby can't drink its own birthday party. Natch, you, you should be the expert on this. Like, every weekend you have a kid's birthday party. <laughs> so drinking, is drinking there? Yes, it is. Well done. It's there with six of 100 humans saying drinking. It's the sixth most popular answer. Well done. Okay, we have sing. To sing. Hmm. Yeah, babies can't sing. You know what the weirdest thing for me when you hear parents saying, no, no, he's saying, he's saying mummy. And the little thing is just gurgling. Like, mummy, can you hear it? No. <laughs> no, that could, that sounds like choking to me. <laughs> I'll be honest. Come on. 
<laughs> uh, sorry. I'll, I'll stop with the baby hate now. All right, singing. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Oh. You guys are on fire. Three for three. Well done. Singing is there. It's the, it's the second most popular answer with 21, 100 humans. Okay, do I have to give you clues? The bridge here says Rob Ease. I'm not, not sure what that means, but there you go. All right, so I'll give you, a, um, give you all a little clue. Um, this is something they can do, but not on their own. If I say the phrase, here comes the aeroplane, what am I talking about? Something a baby can't do on its own at its own birthday party. On its own um, solo. Oh, por sí mismo. Oh, Natch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Dude, no elf there. That was me. <laughs> it's on birthday party. Um, en su fiesta de cumple. All right. Um, the bridge here says, eat. Is eat there? Yes, it is. Here comes the aeroplane. Open wide. It's like me, isn't it? Someone giving me vegetables as an adult. Here, Rob, it's green. <laughs> All right, another clue. Okay, this is um, uh, something you traditionally do after blowing out the candles. You identified blowing out the candles. Next step in the tradition with a birthday cake, what is it? Blow out the candles, then you something. Mm. What is it? It comes in between the last answer, eating, <laughs> and after, blow, uh, before blow, after blowing out the candles and before eating. What? Is the next thing that is done. I'm gonna to go to the. I'm gonna to go to the oracle for this one. What do you think, oracle? Uh, partir la tarta. I don't know. Exactly, partir la tarta in in English. We'll say we say to cut the cake. Well done. Fifth most popular answer with eight of a hundred humans saying cutting the cake. Min also said cutting the cake. <laughs> the bridge here. <laughs> the fine birthday tradition. She says, blow your nose and wipe your face. <laughs> I don't know how birthdays are celebrated in the north of Spain, Natch. It seems odd. <laughs> All right. We were talking about parties before, right? Parties. One of the things, you know, you meet new people at a party and you have to engage in this. Hmm. You have to engage in this. It's usually... It's a social lubricant. It's the first kind of steps upon making a, a, a friendship with someone or making a, a conversation. It usually starts with this. You engage in this in, in elevators or on public transport just so you're not stood there in silence. Min here says small talk. Is small talk there? Yes, it is. Well done. To make small talk. Babies can't make small talk. Or maybe babies do nothing else but small talk. Maybe that would avoid some awkward situations in elevators. Oh, hey, lovely weather we're having. Never, never mind. <laughs> All right. Last answer. Here we go. Okay. So, you know, it's your birthday. And you're a young person. Not me as an adult, but a young person. Might be expecting something on, on their birthday. Right? They might be expecting something, not just cake, not balloons, not clowns. There's something else that they might be expecting. Hmm. And in order to enjoy this thing, you know, it, it, sadly, you know, you have to. Um, um, Sasha here says money. <laughs> you know, money is an unimaginative version of what I'm talking about. But in um, in order. To get to this thing, you have to do something. They come, they come covered. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, this I've made it too easy, Natch. Go on, tell more. Is uh, open the presents? Yeah, open the presents. Well done, Natch. <laughs> Sasha said presents as well. Well done, guys. That's what I expected as a kid. Money. Oh God, I wish I'd got money. I wish I someone gave me money as a present now. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Worst gift ever? Vouchers. It's like, here's some money that you can only spend in one place. Oh, cheers. Perfect. 
<laughs> Just in case I wanted to buy groceries or something that, you know, would be actually useful. Now I have to buy a scarf in Topshop. <laughs> All right. So I asked 100 humans to name something a baby can't do at its own birthday party. El nombre algo que un bebé no puede hacer solo en su fiesta de cumpleaños. In position number seven, we had make small talk, make small talk, uh, charla trivial, I think in Spanish. In position number six, with six of a hundred humans, it was drink, beber. Uh, in position number five, was, so you don't say cortar la tarta, you say partir la tarta. All right, okay. So, to cut the cake. Eight of a hundred humans said that one. In position number four was open presents. Abrir regalos? Mm, yeah, okay. Abrir re regalos once. Eleven of a hundred humans said that one. In position number three we had to eat. Some babies are rubbish, aren't they? <laughs> babies are rubbish. They can't even eat on their own. I mean, a baby is so rubbish, it can't even sustain the weight of its own head. That is a failure in evolution, man. <laughs> you see a little baby deer come out, they come, they two seconds they're walking around. <laughs> it's a failure in evolution, whatever. <laughs> Position number two. Oh, I'm going to get messages about today's show, Natch. I can feel it. <laughs> was sing. They can't sing at their own birthday. 21 of 100 humans said that one. And finally, in position number one was to blow out their own candles. 36. Well done, Natch and the Bridge, for identifying that one. Let's go to today's Complete the News. Complete the News! Okay, friends, this is the final part of this week's Probo shows, and boy, do we have two good articles for you today. Um, this is complete the news. I'm going to give you a real, genuine news headline, and I'm going to give you three options, A, B, and C, and using those options, you will complete the news. First one, we're going to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo DiCaprio. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio's new girlfriend, Blank. La nueva novia de Leonardo DiCaprio, blank. Is it A, wasn't even born when Titanic was released? Is it B, is his ex-girlfriend's niece? Or is it C, is registered as a nurse for the elderly? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's new girlfriend, Blank. La nueva novia de Leonardo DiCaprio, Blank. Was, is it A, wasn't even born when Titanic was released? Ni siquiera había nacido cuando se estrenó Titanic. Is it B, is his ex-girlfriend's niece? Es la sobrina de su ex-novia. Or is it C, is a registered nurse for the elderly? Está registrado como enfermera de ancianos. A, B, or C. All right, Natch, what are you thinking? Where's your Where's your head at today? C. You think C is she's a registered nurse for the elderly? A bit triggered there. You know, he's only forty-eight. Come on. <laughs> maybe, maybe um, the bridge agrees with you, but most of the chat are aiming towards. A. Um, uh, wasn't even born when Titanic was released. Let's see if they're right. Okay, so Leonardo DiCaprio's new girlfriend. It is A. She wasn't even born when Titanic was released. True story. Um, la nueva novia de Leonardo DiCaprio ni siquiera había nacido cuando se estrenó Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio, at 48, is currently in a relationship with the 25-year-old Italian model Vittoria Ferretti. Uh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Great piece of news. Let's get into the second one. We have to be really quick. Joe Biden grew more worried about AI after watching Blank says a White House deputy. Joe Biden se preocupó más por la IA tras ver blank, dice el adjunto de la Casa Blanca. 
a la Casablanca. Is it A, watching his rumba map the off Oval Office floor? A rumba is one of those ro robotic vacuum cleaners. Is it B, watching Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, which I believe is the latest Mission Impossible film? Or is it C, watching um, a video of the new Amazon warehouse robot? Joe Biden grew more worried about AI after watching blank. Is it A, watching his rumba map the Oval Office? Viendo um, el, la, el rumba? How do you say rumba in Spanish, man? Same. Sí, rumba. Um, mapear el despacho oval. I don't know. Oval office. <laughs> Was it B, watching Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, or watching C, the uh, El Nuevo Robot del Almacén de Amazon? Watching the new Amazon warehouse robot. A, B, or C? <laughs> what do you think, Natch? A. You think A, watching his rumba map the Oval Office. I like where your head's at. I like the idea that the, the most important office in the world has a little rumba <laughs> going around doing the hoovering. Okay, um, uh, yeah, Bridge again agrees with you. But it seems like the chat is heading towards C. New Amazon robot. Let's see who's right. Joe Biden grew more worried about AI after watching the <laughs> the answer is B. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. <laughs> oh God, help us all! <laughs> it's true. President Joe Bison Biden recently signed an executive order introducing new standards and security measures related to artificial intelligence. Uh, intelligence. This decision was influenced by his growing concerns about AI, particularly after watching Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all we've got time for today. Wow, what an amazing show. Thank you so much for participating in the best part of my week every single week. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this beautiful morning, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And let me tell you something, friends. It means the absolute world. I'll see you next week.